podcasting from the Chicagoland area. This is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack, on the official blog www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on. People, welcome to another edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, and as always, I really appreciate you guys taking time out to catch the show. Quick update or uh, housekeeping, as I like to call it, just want to let you guys know to catch me on YouTube at Game On with Jack, Patreon.com/slash Game On with Jack. The blog is Game On with Jack blog, and Twitter is the same handle Game On with Jack. So definitely check us out on social media. Tonight's show, well, we're talking about, uh, you know, six steps of negotiation, six steps to winning. Are you tired of losing, guys? And I think that that's key um, because everything you do is in some way about negotiation. But I want to flip it because I really feel like we've come to expect and believe that negotiation is something terrible. Okay, so today we're diving deep into a skill that's crucial in both the game of life And in the professional arena, um, you know, negotiation is everywhere. And whether you're haggling for a better deal or discussing terms with a potential partner or navigating a salary discussion, buying a car, buying a house, um, even getting a date, (laughs) excuse me, negotiation is an art that can be mastered. And in this episode, we're going to be uncovering the secrets behind successful negotiations. So get ready to level up your bargaining game. Because this is game on and let's get started. So the six overall steps or keys to winning in all negotiations are preparation. All right. So preparation is key. Mastering communication. Building relationships. Handling challenges. Negotiating ethically. And last but not least, knowing to walk away. And I think that one is so important. And I think we're so terrified of, of that last one, but, um, you know, let's hit it and let's get through this. So let's break down. Preparation is key. 
um, a successful negotiation starts long before you even get there. So before you get into uh, that business room, before you get into, um, you know, the car dealership or the, the loan office, whatever, your negotiation or your preparation should start way before you even get there. So how do you prepare effectively? How do you get ready? Number 1.1, <laughs> research thoroughly. You got to know where you're going, um, the business, who you're going to be talking to, uh, any background information about that person you can find. If you're buying a car, what are you buying? How much does it really go for normally? How much is it really worth? Um, understand the subject matter inside out. So the more you know, the more confident and persuasive you can be during the negotiation. 1.2, uh, define your goals clearly. So you want to know exactly what you want to achieve. If you don't know what you want, you can't get it and you'll get anything. And that's definitely not the way you want to go. Setting clear, realistic goals are going to help you stay focused and it's going to give you a benchmark for success. All right. So if you know what your goals are, you're going to know if, if you can hit it or not. Are you going to be way off? Are you going to, you know, get what you need? 1.3, anticipate objections. All right. So why is that important? Put yourself in the other party's shoes. Anticipate what their concerns are, what they're going to object to, what they're going to find uh, difficult, what they're going to find um you know, a bridge that they can't cross. What are they looking for in this negotiation? Prepare well thought out responses to this, you know, simulated list of, of points that they're going to, that they're going to bring up to you, right? So maybe they're going to ask, what's your credit score? Or how much of a raise do you want? Why should they give you that raise? Um, what if they say no? So you don't want to be caught off guard and stumble and stammer or get upset or get angry. You want to have Nice, cold, <laughs> emotionless, logical responses to whatever they come back with. The second key to negotiation, mastering communication. So effective communication is the backbone of any successful negotiation. How do you make your message uh, clear and compelling? Okay. So... Sub point for that, active listening. Listen more than you speak. And this, this is a huge uh, skill for just about any aspect of the game. But it's so important for negotiating. Because a lot of times when we negotiate, we're just letting the other person talk and waiting for our chance to jump in. No, listen to what they're saying. And read their body language. All right? So listen with more than just your ears, but listen with your eyes. You know, your vibe, your gut instinct. Pay attention. If you understand the other party's perspective, that's crucial to finding common ground. And that's the key to negotiating. You don't both have to either win or lose. You can both win. One person doesn't have to walk away beaten. You can both get what you want and get out of there. Um, case in point, and this is a real one. I was helping a cousin of mine buy a, buy a truck very recently. And uh, we went into the dealership. And I, I told him before he was going to get the truck. He's much younger than I am. So I told him, uh, you know, the most important thing is two very important things. One, 
be prepared to walk away. Whoever can walk away wins. And two, the numbers are numbers. You know, you're going to have no emotion with this. If you can meet their numbers, great. It doesn't make you great. It doesn't make you good. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you evil. They're just numbers. If you can't meet their numbers, <clears throat> walk away. Doesn't make you good. Doesn't make you bad. Doesn't make you broke. Doesn't make you poor. Doesn't make you useless. And we we use those tactics. They come. They came back with a number that was way outside his price range. And he looked at me, and I'm like, "It's it's your money, but those those notes, those car notes, those truck notes will kill you." And he goes, "Okay." And he got up, and and we walked away. We were polite. And the other point that I missed was that <clears throat> I told him that a negotiation is not it is not an adversarial. It doesn't have to be an adversarial uh, moment. It can be cool. You know, they want your money. You want the truck. If you guys can find that common point where you agree on something, they're going to have to give up some money in terms of how much they want. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you're going to have to give up probably a little bit more than you want to pay to get what you want. They're going to lose a little. You're going to lose a little. They're going to win because they're going to sell a vehicle because it's no good to them sitting there in the lot. You're going to win because you get this truck. And it worked out like, you know, it didn't feel like, oh, they were slimy or, or trying to lie or cheat or he was trying to get away with something. So definitely it worked out. And we did use a lot of active listening. And we also used the next sub point, clarity and, con and conciseness. I'm sorry. Be clear and concise in your communication. Um, don't bullshit. Don't use jargon. Present your points straightforward for a better understanding. So if you're trying to negotiate for a raise and, you know, the, the talk is going on and, and you feel like there's some, they're actually listening and there's some possibility, be clear. And if they say, well, you know, okay, we're going to do a, we're going to do a job evaluation and see what is it you do on a regular day that you feel now you need to be paid more for. Don't make up stuff. Don't try and, you know, bullshit your boss with big words that he or she may not understand because they might understand it and they might see right through it. Or they might be looking for you doing these things later on after you get the promotion and, and you're not doing it. So be clear, be concise. And the third sub point, which is a little bit off of the active listening, body language. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your body language speaks volumes. Maintaining eye contact, using open gestures, you know, don't sit all folded up and tight. Um, sit up straight, smile, um, don't shake hands sitting down, stand up to shake a hand. If they bring in somebody from financing, stand up and shake their hand. If they're bringing somebody from uh, upper management, stand up and shake their hands, look people in the eye, smile, relax. And I like to also add with, uh, you know, body language, don't see the person as the enemy. If you see them as the enemy, your body language is going to show that you see them as, as an adversary and you're not going to, um, you're not going to have a good negotiation. It's going to come across that you're, that you're ready to attack them. I mean, God, not physically, but it, they're going to be put on edge and they're going to see you as an adversary and then nobody's going to get anything and be happy. Step three, uh, building relationships. Building relationships is important because negotiation isn't just about the deal. It's about the people invo involved. <coughs> Excuse me. So how do you build rapport? Because that's the key to, to building relationships and that's the key of negotiation. 
Subpoint one, empathy. You got to understand the emotions and motivations of the other party. First of all, they're meeting with you. Appreciate that. But why are they meeting with you? They want to sell you the car. They want to hear if they need to give you a raise because they don't want to lose an employee. Um, they met you for coffee because they find you interesting and maybe they, they might want to date you long term. So empathy helps you connect on a human level and it makes the negotiation more collaborative, not adversarial, not win-lose, zero-sum, you know, one side looking down on the other, equal. Subpoint two. Respect and courtesy uh, is very important in building relationships. If you look at this person as, as just dirt or they're the gatekeeper or they're evil or they're blocking you from, from what you want or they're just a piece of ass you want to, you know, chalk on your bedpost, this this negotiation, this, this asking out, this communication to reach some level is not going to work out in the end. Treat everybody with respect regardless of their role. Um, if you're going to, uh, ask for a loan for a car or for a house, everybody you meet from the opening of that door to you walk out, you treat with respect. I mean, you should do it anyway, but just, I don't care if it's the janitor, the security guard, the bank teller, the loan manager, the bank president, whoever, everybody is greeted with a smile, look in the eye, handshake, hello, all that stuff. This courtesy comes through your approach and a courteous approach fosters a positive atmosphere and encourages cooperation. There are a lot of times where people, you know, you know, we're going to work with you because we like you and, and we think that we want to build, build a relationship and they just know you're not going to come in there and try and fuck them over. So definitely respect, definitely courtesy. Uh, sub point three, finding common ground, identify shared interests or goals. So finding common ground creates a foundation, <coughs> excuse me, still got a little cough, guys, creates a foundation for agreement and strengthens the relationship. Um, like once again, with, with buying a truck, you both want something. The common ground is you both have a want. The want is centered around a vehicle. They want your money. <laughs> you want their vehicle. So that's common ground. And, um, or if it's, it's dating or if it's even asking somebody to dance is, is a negotiation. Um, you know, you both want to have a, a good, uh, relationship with another person and you're testing each other out. You both want to enjoy this dance and maybe enjoy moving together. So all of this is just common ground. Once you find common ground, you know where you're dealing from. And what you guys are both speaking kind of the same language and trying to land at, a, at the same point. Um, next step, handling challenges. So negotiations rarely ever go smoothly from start to finish. How do you navigate, you know, bumps in the road or challenges effectively? Sub point one, stay calm under pressure. <clears throat> Maybe your credit score doesn't come back what you expect. Maybe the uh, the mortgage note is way higher than what you expect. Maybe you don't have enough to put down. They find, you know, this comes out in the negotiation. Maybe you ask them on a date and they say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of talking to somebody, but it's not serious. I'd like to go to coffee with you. You know, something you get an answer you didn't expect. 
So how do you handle that? Staying calm. Keep your composure. Even if things get hostile, even if things, you know, unexpected challenges pop up. Well, you know, Bob, why should we get your promotion? You were, uh, you, you messed up on that project last, last month. How, what do you have to say for yourself? Don't blow up. Don't get accusatory. You know, having a calm demeanor is going to allow you to think clearly, calmly, and make rational decisions. <clears throat> uh, flexibility. Next sub point. Be open to alternative solutions. You know, if you're rigid, if you're like locked and frozen in what you want, that that's a deal breaker. People detect on that. If you're like, it's got to be this, it's got to be that, they'll say it's not going to work out and you got to go. Especially if you're negotiating for a raise. Um, especially if you're negotiating for a dance or a, or a date. You know, we got to go on that first date to this place and I expect sex on the first date. And so I was going to say, <laughs> you're going to get sex, but it's going to be by yourself. So be flexible. You want to have an approach that demonstrates you're willing to find mutually beneficial outcomes. Once again, back to buying something, a house or a car. What's mutually beneficial? You're going to pay X, might be a little bit more than you want. They're going to give you Y, but they might lose a little bit of money on on what they're expected to get out of selling this vehicle. <coughs> That's fine. That's why you can go with it. Last sub point under this one, uh, approach challenges as opportunities with problem solving skills. So problem solving skills consist of creativity and adaptability uh, and adaptability, sorry, that can turn obstacles into innovative solutions. You know, just because you hit a wall doesn't mean that you can't somehow turn it around to work for you. Uh, the fifth key to winning in negotiations, you got to negotiate ethically. No, no tricks, no lies, no making stuff up. Uh, ethical negotiations are not just about legality, but about integrity. And how do you make sure that you're using your best ethics when you're, when you're talking and you're negotiating? So point one, honesty and transparency. <clears throat> Be truthful and transparent in your communication. <clears throat> Excuse me. No lies, no making shit up, no uh, you know, no no hiding things. When you're honest, that builds trust. And trust in negotiations becomes a cornerstone of of how you guys will relate and talk and communicate going forward. And that, that could really work in your favor because, you know, it could be a, a realtor that you negotiate with ethically. And they might remember you five or 10 years down the road. Like, hey, I remember you were looking at maybe getting another property. I got a deal. I remember we had a good talk. Are you interested? Uh, definitely at work. Definitely in relationships. You know, you want to do dinner and a movie and, and they want to do maybe the, uh, I don't know, theater. Don't say, oh, well, I heard the theater's closed that night and you know it isn't. Just, you know, be be honest, be be legit about things. Fairness is the next sub point. You want to strive for fairness in the deal. You want to ensure that both parties benefit equitably. An unfair deal might work for you in the short term, but it's going to make, it's going to damage your relationship in the long run. And it's going to come back, it's going to come out, and that dealership or that loan company or that bank or that person is never going to deal with you again because you're, you're shady and they can't trust you. Integrity. 
upholding your principles, even when it's challenging, is integrity. And acting with integrity not only defines your character, but sets the tone for the negotiation. You know, I think if you were going out to uh, to buy something and you're negotiating, like they know that you don't want to spend every dime you got. They know you want what they got and they know that they have to come up off a little, but so do you. And that integrity means a lot because, you know, now it moves the negotiation from what can I get and not have to give to you to how do I give you what you want and I still get something I want. So a non-confrontational, non-adversarial negotiation in a way becomes how two people can make each other happy and both get what they want. Trust me, the dealership wants you to walk out with the vehicle. The loan company wants you to get the loan. The housing realtor wants you to get the house. You want to pay them, but you don't want to pay them too much and they don't want to give you too much. But having that mindset of both parties can be happy really is going to change the vibe in the course of the negotiation. Lastly, the sixth key to winning a negotiation knowing to walk away. And this one's so important because we get so hyped up and wound up on getting what we want and, and being excited about it that we're almost willing to just take anything, give away everything to get it. And if you can go, nah, I'm pretty sure I can get this at a later date or get it from somewhere else or somebody else. Like you take that edginess off, you take that thirst out of you. And I really believe that when you're edgy and thirsty and so full of want that It's like you push it away. It's like reaching for something while you're underwater or, you know, grabbing that piece of eggshell in the actual egg yolk. The more you push towards it, the more it pushes away from you. So how do we counter that? Well, if you know when to walk away, not every negotiation, no, I'm sorry, not every negotiation, negotiation is something different. Um, Not every negotiation is going to lead to a deal. And that's okay. And when you know when to walk away, you can recognize the right time when to step back, when to just say, all right, well, you know, this didn't work out. I appreciate your time. How do you do that? Number one, you got to have deal breakers. You got to identify your deal breakers in advance. You got to know what your limits are. You got to know how much you can afford on this. You got to know how much you can put down. You got to know what you're willing to accept and not accept for a raise. You got to know Um, if you're willing to go on a date at this place or, or, you know, if they're, if they're seeing somebody and they're asked about you and you're like, nope, that's not going to work. You got to know what's not going to work for you. These are deal breakers and deal breakers will tell you when this deal is not worth pursuing and you got to be ready to stick to that. Next sub point, recognize manipulative tactics. All right. This happens, especially when you're buying property or vehicles, et cetera. If you know manipulative tap, if you know manipulative tactics that are employed by the other party, then you can you can be made aware of when negotiations are going are going bad. So if they do turn into manipulation or they become coercive, that's when it's time to reconsider the partnership. Now here's something about especially if you're buying property or vehicles, they're going to try and make you feel like they're your best friend. They're going to try and make you feel like you're close. They're going to try and foster relationships that don't exist. Um, It's part of the game. You know, don't be offended at it. Don't be disgusted by it. But it is part of the game. And and it just kind of goes to the territory. 
But if they try and press that to make you change your financial uh, agreements, then that's when, all right, you guys are trying to play me too much. And that's when, you know, it's time to walk. <clears throat> Lastly, trust your instincts. Um, we have intuition for a reason and that you guys have heard me talk. I'm big about energy. I'm big about how you feel. Be aware of manipulative. Ta- I'm sorry. <laughs> Read the wrong line. Um, your intuition is a valuable guide. <laughs> Read the wrong note on that one. And if something doesn't feel right or your instincts are screaming about trouble, even just like nagging you about trouble, trust yourself and walk away. <clears throat> because if you don't listen to your instincts, what seems like a good idea now could be bad for you in six months or a year. Maybe maybe you lose a job. Maybe you're offered a better job. Maybe that vehicle breaks down. Maybe that property, um, you find out there's a lien or something. Like something's going to happen that you've been trying to warn yourself about now. And it's going to be in the future. So definitely listen to your instincts. So there you have it, folks. Six tips on negotiation. Why can't I talk? There you have it, folks. Six tips on negotiating for anything. Remember, negotiation is not about crushing your opponent. All right, it's not about sweeping the leg. Um, if you know that reference, you grew up in the '80s. It's about finding common ground and creating mutually beneficial outcomes. Okay, by preparing thoroughly, mastering communication, building relationships, handling challenges, negotiating ethically, and knowing when to walk away. You can navigate any negotiation with confidence and integrity. And you probably probably stand a good chance of getting what you want. So guys, thanks for joining me on this in-depth exploration of the art of negotiation. Uh, I hope these tips empower you guys in your future discussions, whether in business, relationships, or just in the game in general. So until next time, keep your negotiation skills sharp. And as always, keep it sexy and game on.